they've been saying something is better somewhere else. And I'm here to tell you it's not. So I've been telling this little story about this bull out in the field with six cows and three of them are pregnant. So you know he got something going on. But all he cared about is kept his nose against the fence looking at three other cows that didn't belong to him. Now all he had to do is eat grass, but no, 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 he thought something was better somewhere else. So he decided, I want to get over there. So one day he measured that fence up and he said, I think I can jump this. So that day came where he got back and he got back and as he took off running, he dove over that fence and his belly got cut up onto the bottom. But as he made it over on the other side, he shook it off and got so excited about it. And he ran to the top of that hill, but when he got up there, he realized they were bulls too. So what I'm telling you, don't think something is better somewhere else. Am I going? I'm going. And we're live. We're, live. we're live. It's uh, it's Brigham Young Money. We're back again. Season uh, two. See, this is... <laughs> A hundred episodes first, a season. First, that's right. First episode of season two. Uh, we're in. We're in the the thralls of October. Mm. We're so good at counting. Up. Yeah, the wet the weather is cooling off, but baby, we're we're only heating up, aren't we, boys? That's nothing always. but hot takes. That's right. <laughs> and we got yeah, we got the hottest take master, hottest right. take master. Yeah, we could possibly get. We brought our friend Ooh. on. Who do we have today? Brian from the worst of all possible worlds is who we have. Brian, hello. Hello, I'm Brian. You are Brian. I, I hate that you made me think I, I about love Moulin Rouge for the first time in 20 years. I just want to say that right out of the gate. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, you, you get onto our podcast and then we just slam you right into gay culture. It's just like, we're, we're getting the colors, we're getting the camp, we're getting the musicals. Oz Lerman. <laughs> I was. I wish everyone watching or listening could see uh, Greg's jazz hands. They were. Yeah. Oh, they were fantastic. Greg committed. Yeah. That was actually quite nice. Showbiz baby. They're shimmering. Yeah. So, um, Brian, you you you've had these two sweet boys on yeah. on your pod. We recently had you featured in our hundredth episode, uh, where you said very nice things about us. Yeah, and and very um, mean things about Dean Jones. Or Dean Martin or whichever one of those guys. Yeah, that Italian guy. Yeah. yeah. Every single like Italian drunk that was in the rat pack. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That's yeah, that is right. Uh Brian, you're coming to us from your coastal elite. Yeah. And you're bringing a little bit of uh from, from East the Coast island flavor. of Manhattan. The <laughs> island paradise that is Manhattan. <laughs> the Antifa island paradise that is Manhattan. Speaking of uh you know, global coastal elites. I, I do have to announce that I am, in fact, leaving the Democratic Party. Oh, okay. You're you're leaving the plantation. <laughs> I, I can I can no longer. We need new leadership. It's, uh, and it's that's about why time I'm we have a to white endorse. Blexit. Yeah, yeah. yeah Blexit. <laughs> this with it. Well, allow me to finish. This is why What's I'm this? endorsing Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, yeah. Officially okay. on this podcast, no longer it's, a Democrat on the Tulsi train. It's finally time someone stands up to the elitist globalist warmongering, warmongering cabal that is the Democratic Party. Not Jewish, by the way. I know those are a lot of the same. Like, no parentheses here. I, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know why. That, if anyone was actually, so I thought she left the Democratic Party like 
years ago. Same. I didn't know. I didn't even know she endorsed I Biden. I she for, like she's been president. a regular guest on Tucker for like a yeah, good but she like also, six years. If I'm remembering correctly, she was the first candidate in 2020 to drop out and endorse Joe Biden specifically. In, oh, in 2020. Everyone oh, yeah, really? That. Wait, did she... why Michael Tracy went along because he oh, just wants to right. bang yeah. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh. He be, he was Wait, like the I first pundit she... to be like pro Biden. I thought she endorsed. He deleted Bernie all those tweets reason. along with his Holocaust ones. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she endorsed Bernie. Am I making that up? I, I she don't endorsed remember. Bernie she in 2016, yes. but she endorsed Biden in 2020. She she really knows how to play all the angles. This when is why she, she's at the top. She's when like she's she can always sunny. Oh man! <laughs> okay, so when sides. she so when she dropped out and endorsed Biden, what was her reasoning? Because like ostensibly like she, uh, she dropped out pretty early because right? she stuck shit in iowa yeah, oh, well, yeah I, no, like, I can't specifically imagine why she's endorsed whatsoever like, well it's uh because i uh gave her a couple calls and i said tulsi <laughs> okay uh, she's very good as, friends with barack obama the, the as a native hawaiian just like yeah. yourself uh i need you to shut the fuck up <laughs> L- and, listen uh, fall in line thank you very much listen if you're trying to find logic and like the eternal contrarian like you're not gonna find it there it's just she's just following wherever her trends think that's going she's fucking and Kyrie Irving with a surfboard yeah, as, as, yeah. like I, I can't think of a better way to do it but the fact that she like had that long like announcement and then like announced that she's also launching a podcast like that's oh, that just, was at the end. I didn't make it. I didn't. I don't, I don't think I watched back the, the video. fuck up. No way. No, it was a part of territory. Podcast. Oh, okay. That's yeah, good. So, 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 which once again, I can't imagine the Tulsi Gabbard podcast being anything entertaining and or like worth anything worth watching. What does she talk? No. What does she care about? Like, I, I think she like did she when uh, Modi? did she mention wokeness <laughs> in her like thing about she, she did anti white racism. Oh no way. <laughs> Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's like, sure. Oh, her big thing when she boy. endorsed Biden was that she was like, I was really good friends with Bo, with the dead one, with the really? son Biden, who was also in the National Guard with her. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were, they okay. were both troops, which is, like, I guess, she, the she, connection. She has no politics at all. There is nothing I, happening. There. I mean, that was Joe Biden's <laughs> platform was like, my son's dead. That's so. true. Like, I can see why she endorsed yeah, them then. It, it was the walk hard, wrong kid died. Like, that was the whole <laughs> Ooh, Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty tough. I'm um, glad we're past that, though. Uh, you know, Brian, quickly t- tell us about your podcast. Give a, yeah, give a little so plug I, up front I, about I that. I have a podcast called The Worst of All Possible Worlds, where we're always very positive and we talk right. about things that, that we like. That sounds like a positive name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, we had... Um, we had two of you on for Saturday's Warrior, which is this classic of of Mormon cinema and Who theater. Picked that Saturday's we had, Warrior, like did did Jordan pick that? Oh, I picked that. Yeah, okay, Jordan yeah, picked that's it. I was gonna say. Yeah, that so checks. Jordan and Greg came on and and were, had old wounds opened up while we stared on in in stunned silence. And uh, we, we we do case studies of pop culture. We look at TV, we look at movies, we look at video games. Uh, we spend a lot of time looking at our own version of Saturday's Warrior, this ongoing evangelical Christian radio drama series <laughs> called Adventures in Odyssey that is Evangelical Simpsons, basically. It has been Incredible. running since 1987. They're still making new episodes today. Where does it air? Uh, it airs 
on any kind of like syndicated Christian radio. Honestly, nice. it's, it's all over the place. It airs internationally, but I think probably most of their most of their traffic would probably be be coming from the Focus on the Family app these days. They have some sort of streaming uh, app. Okay. We just torrent the whole show, so we, we don't have to bother with any of that nonsense. So you see, we never had to deal with that because the uh, Mormon church muscled them out of Utah pretty quickly. <laughs> That's true. Also, did I see like a detail on like your page or something like the the main old guy from it? Like his son died in Vietnam or something? Oh, yeah, that there's a it's like central to a lot of the weird hangups of that series is that the old man wit the, ma- the the sort of main character of this show had a son who died in the vietnam war what, what, i think our first odyssey episode goes into that a little bit where there's a kid whose dad also died in vietnam before he was born and then his teacher uh, has this class where he's like, yes, everyone in Vietnam was raping babies. And he's like, not my dead dad. No, sir. And then no, the but teacher you has do to it get shown with a voice. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> not my <Whoa>. dad. My- <laughs> there we go. <laughs> my dad didn't rape. <laughs> and they named the teacher Mr. Altman. Just sure. to get a dig at Robert Altman, I guess. Nice. Oh, man. I this- saw Mr. Altman in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we actually have a going forward. There are a few like flashback episodes with that dead son, Jerry, who fought in Vietnam and him facing off against a bunch of like woke libs who are running to Canada and stuff. It's great. It's a really good show. Well, guess who's still alive, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, that's a show I will not be watching, but that's that sounds like a great uh, subject for a podcast, though, to be honest, because my God. Um, hey, kids, yeah. want to hear about another guy who died and came back to life? That's right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. That's right. Jesus don't did work. get a couple of medals in Vietnam. Uh, most people don't know this. Yeah. Um, I also want to mention uh, before we before Greg gets started on on catching us up with with the news um we were on uh left reckoning this week um matt leck had us on the show with him and we basically had a utah based therapy session where we just <laughs> complained about the insanity that we have to deal with to a wider more nationalized audience so Hell yeah um that was good and i encourage people to go listen to that or watch it I, they streamed on twitch it'll probably be on youtube next week when they get unbanned for uh speaking truths but um <laughs> yeah i didn't realize that was a twitch show so that was yeah. that was funny because there's just videos of me just like twitching in my chair moving back and forth drinking a c4 you know <laughs> i was at dinner while the stream was go- so, so we, re- we recorded it monday and the stream was going tuesday and i was mm-hmm. at dinner while there was a live streaming version of myself from the day prior being played <laughs> on the internet which was very uh, that's never happened before for me so um go listen to that that was that was uh super fun and like it was it was very cathartic for the three of us to yell at a new york-based podcaster <laughs> about uh utah which is uh probably not unlike what's going to happen uh today as well so greg <laughs> why don't we turn the time over to jordan to play the drop and then we we're we're, we're gonna have greg taken away <laughs> I forget which button it is. Hold on. It's been Don't, a while since I've done You're going to purposely <laughs> yes. hit the wrong fucking button. Big news. You Big news. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're such a sicko. <laughs> I hate you. 
I, I played that Dash Dabrowski clip a couple weeks ago on the Worst of All Possible Worlds, and Josh and AJ stared at me. They had no, they had no idea that this thing existed. They didn't know what I had just done, so I had to delete it from the episode. I, I hate being reminded of like anyone who's like less online than me. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. T- I mean, that's a just the screenshot of his like TikTok page is just. <laughs> The visual of that is already insane enough. The sound to go along with it is just pr- – that's literally just from someone scrolling his feed, correct? Yes. Like it's yeah, just- that's every single video just in a row. <sighs> that was from me recording his feed. Oh, you actually – okay, <laughs> great. Glad you were well, in the Brian, in the trenches I'm glad you there. can come on a much shittier podcast. Yes, thank yeah. you. So you God. play these drops for you. That's right. <laughs> Keep oh, yeah, them in the episode. Their podcast has like production value. And yeah. we just have uh, our theme song turning into Post Malone once every hundred episodes. So don't don't get don't get any any big high true. hopes for what the I future think Jordan is. still has the drop where uh, uh, Ernie says "bitch ass white boy," <laughs> "bitch ass white boy." There we go. Yes. We've got a, a guy with a soundboard. So yes, um, yeah. No I one said we think. Did, yeah, All no right. one can say we didn't try. Greg, take it Shall away. Shall we my go friend. to hell, please? All right, hell line number one. Biden's favorite number. 420. Mm, Last Thursday, Joe Biden granted a pardon to all people convicted of simple marijuana possession under federal law in what amounts to the most extensive White House action taken to date on U.S. drug policy. Uh, Really seems like our boy uh, Dank Brandon is out here uh, whipping votes for the midterms, which like if they make the midterms about legalization of weed and abortions, that kind of seems like a fairly sound strategy. Okay, so help me understand this one a little bit like from what i understand there's not like a lot of a ton of people affected by like the pardoning right and i feel like no, no. It's, it's those under federal charges so if they're and under DC. state charges yeah dc and like if you were busted by the feds for like a dime bag yeah and it's not even going to apply to like military personnel because they said that it's not going to apply to people who were caught in a uniform code of military justice which is probably a large what? portion of those jordan yeah. i'm sorry Oh my God! Yeah, does no, it, I, does I it can't expunge smoke weed records for a few more years. either? I guess I. Okay. I think that's yeah. actually the main thing is that the the records are getting expunged. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, because exactly. that's what the there's pardon no does. one currently serving time for it. Okay, um, yeah, so, so it's weird. The other part of this was that he was saying like they're going to start the process of like descheduling marijuana, which would be a huge deal. So hopefully uh, they do that because I think it's like, I don't know, like three fourths of the entire country is in favor of legal legalized marijuana, which is like, I don't know if there's an issue that's more agreed upon by the American public. So yeah, um, just another symptom of a symptom of like just the most (laughs) broken political system any of us could ever fucking dream up is that there's something that everyone, almost everyone agrees upon and we still have to be taking extremely small baby steps uh, after all of this time to yeah. to get there. But hopefully it finally happens. Yeah. And also it just makes no sense to keep it like a schedule one substance anyway, too, because if you look at like the substance control act, you have like marijuana as like a schedule one with like heroin yeah. and then like schedule two is like fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't need to just be like sitting here and slamming heroin just because people don't like marijuana. I mean, that's <laughs> true. No, it, it helps. Works. Yeah, why is everyone bashing heroin when they talk about weed? <laughs> I will, the yeah. fucking planet's burning, guys. I will say also that another hilarious example of them just trotting out uh, Kamala Harris to do like <laughs> this weird was so funny. things where they yes! just put her in these positions to just make a fool of herself. And I don't know why. I mean, 
don't know if it's because they're like worried about her becoming president or something, but it's like to make her go on TV and basically <laughs> be the we shouldn't put people in jail for marijuana for person. It's so I, good. I, it's just like, yeah, I think they genuinely hate her. I think like, so I, they want to destroy her everywhere, every yeah, way possible. Like it, she really is Julia Louis Dreyfus. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's art imitating life right there. <laughs> Yeah, she is just like a less personable Selena Myers. Like that's I, that's it. I can't believe. I mean, like it just keeps happening. And to, like it rocks I, I, so I was, much. I wasn't seeking out any type of like Kamala Harris talking about weed videos, but I just kept seeing the one of her, and then that clip. And I'm just like, they just they they hate her. Brian is right. They just hate her. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they um, want her to to feel pain every day. <laughs> I know. It's like sort of it's like sad in like a really pathetic way, but yeah. like I mean, good way to to at least face face the music for what you've done in your career, I suppose, <laughs> by having to go on TV and talk yeah. about the opposite. At least on the good end, our governor was cool about weed legalization. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, that's the other thing is that uh, Joe Brandon also said, I hope the rest of the governors follow follow suit and do the same thing as me. Mm-hmm. And for like the hour where our governor hadn't said anything about it yet we were like oh i wonder what spencer spencer cox is gonna do he like he'll be he'll he'll like randomly agree with certain things the biden administration does when he knows it's not politically risky at all this one was kind Mm -hmm. of a weird one because it shouldn't be politically risky but he also takes the opportunity to try to dunk on biden and he i don't know i can't remember what he said but he had like he's like oh the executive branch doing everything from uh, erasing student loans to descheduling marijuana or whatever he said. He just it's it's really concerning the the direction of the executive branch, which like. Oh, yeah, it's really ske- scary. Maybe the executive branch is going to have a whole lot of power all of a sudden <laughs> right now, which it hasn't had for the last hundred years. Yeah, it's it's so like in, isn't like scheduling drugs like one of like it's like explicitly spelled. Yeah, it's, out. it's yes. always been federal. <laughs> so yeah. it's Literally, so stupid. Richard John Ehrlichman, who was like an aide to Richard Nixon, was on the record and said that they they rescheduled marijuana to schedule one to go mm-hmm. after black groups and anti-war protesters. Yeah. Like that's on the record. So like you saying like, well, hold on a second. We need to be really <laughs> cautious about this process <laughs> to make sure that we get the right way. We need to work together on this. That was already a, a boring like war crime to begin with. It's so embarrassing, man. I hate Spencer Cox. Speaking. If you'd like to hear more of that, go listen to Left Reckoning because I think we talked about him for like 50 minutes. Straight, <laughs> but anyway. Nope, I found the statement right here. Okay, read it. Yeah. Whether it's transferring student loan debts to millions of other taxpayers or they ignoring do. federal okay. loans. What, what a fucking weasel for that one. That's just the fucking first line. Dickhead. Such a liar. That is such nonsense, The dude. most terrifying government overreach for giving <sighs> loans. It, allowing, that is so stupid. Yeah, allowing people like a little bit of like flexibility in their finances the horror and to to like legitimately call that transferring it onto other people like for their taxes is just so it's just not true at all he's such a loser like zero don't have student loans i i i I wish (laughs) i wish greg and spencer went to high school together so greg would have had like an opportunity to stuff him in a locker that's just (laughs) i fucking hate him so much outsourcing my bullying to greg all right i would happily Guys, Ugh. we have further to go in this one, so you're Sorry. just going to get mad. I know. All right, or speaking ignoring- of other people who suck, uh, how <laughs> long? Number- I was finishing the statement. Wait, oh, yeah. statement. Finish. Cut me Fine. Off. What the fuck? 
or ignoring federal law enforcement laws. Good writing. Uh, the president <laughs> continues to disregard the checks and balances in our system. If you want to see a change in our laws, do the hard work that it takes to enact the change with Congress. But taking an executive action like this only weeks before an election is nothing more than a desperate attempt to win votes. What the fuck do you think politics is? Yeah, well, like, yeah. What's is, is the point of an election to lose? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's so awesome. This man did something that would make him popular and he might win. (laughs) You're supposed to govern as though the elections just aren't ever happening. You know, I mean, I understand that in the background. Yeah. He's in Utah as a, as a Republican in like a veto proof majority, but like, that's not how the rest of the world works. You fucking dummy. (laughs) I know. Like I saw people being like, wow, really convenient timing. And I was like, like politicians doing something to get votes. I was like, that's how it's supposed to work. Like I, I, we all just like completely erased our, our entire understanding of like what the expectation should be. I mean, I know why people believe that's not how it works because it generally isn't. Well, and I mean, that's not how it should though. Yeah. With Biden, we saw the, the, the loan situation, the student loan situation where they went back on something just like a week ago. Yeah. Like with a, a month out. So it, it stands to reason that, yeah, maybe a day before elections, he's just going to say, actually, no, no, we're going to we're going to keep the marijuana schedule exactly yeah. the same. We're not going to pardon anything. Fuck it. Because he's, you know. Yeah. We'll see. He's, he's anyway. going. He's going out there. <laughs> uh, Greg. All right. Hellline number two. Another guy who sucks. Uh, Def Kanye West. Mm. So uh, Kanye's off his meds again, and his latest controversy started October 3rd when photos from his Yeezy Paris Fashion Week show showing some of his models wearing shirts printed with the phrase White Lives Matter started circling online. He then took to Twitter and Instagram for a slew of anti-Semitic posts, including saying he was going to go DEFCON 3 well, on Jewish people. Specifically, this, he said DEFCON. He like, death, I, oh, that's right. Not DEFCON. DEFCON. You're right. Yeah. So that was a nice little uh, touch yeah. <laughs> that he added, some editorializing. Which both of those statements or all of those statements got him banned from both platforms. From there, Kanye sat down for an interview with Tucker Carlson in which the artist made numerous inflammatory comments about Jews and described a bizarre claim that, quote, fake children were planted in his home to manipulate his own kids. I think it was so awesome. Like Tucker Carlson's like, wow, this guy's legitimately insane. Uh, Can we edit this to make him look more reasonable to our side? Wow. He he kept the fake children part. Tell me more about your fake children. Because I I, I, Tucker Carlson, hate my own children. And I would love nothing more (laughs) than to hear about how you were able to replace them. So anyway, Tucker, I hear voices every single day. I'm in my house and um, they're getting louder and angrier. Um, But yeah, it's like... Hey, can we cut, cut that a little bit? Just, you know, that whole part, just let's lose it. He also, part of the, the rant that was cut out, uh, including like, the well, I guess it was part of the Jew thing, but he was like, he said that he trusts Latinos more than quote, like those other businessmen referring to, to Jews. So um, that, yes. that's good. Um, oh, and boy. the Paris Fashion Week thing was really funny because it was, it was with Candace Owens. Um, yeah. Who also was with him at, Yeezy Fashion Week wearing these shirts. And then really disappointingly, uh, but kind of unsurprisingly, he roped in uh, 
Yasin Bey, formerly Most Def, into uh, some weirdly weird Instagram posts of him wearing the shirts too. Which oh fuck! Just a real well, but shot that to he, the heart. he was like wearing the shirt, but he had defaced it right where he like took the V off of it, so it said "White Lies Matter." Yeah, what I don't. But yeah, yeah. Really to unclear. what degree is all of this just serving the brand? This always right. well, it's all, it's churning all, that's a, machine of the Kanye brand. Th- that's what I don't understand is like people try to assign uh, a big like ideological understanding to Kanye West. And he's literally just like he was wearing that jacket with the Confederate flag like 12 yeah. years ago. During, like, yeah, yeah, that was like whole, during the his like Yeezus promotion. Like the first yeah. one, maybe. Yeah. So it's like he just does whatever he can to get people talking about him, which it always works because it's like it's insane stuff every single time. And it's like every like do you remember when he did that like two hour interview with Jimmy Kimmel where they just like cried together <laughs> like extend <laughs> extendedly? Like there's just he just like never he never stops. So um it's I mean, this is the first time he's he's dabbled in uh, black Israelite stuff uh, stuff from my understanding. Yeah, this now, is, a, is this is new for him. Yeah, the whole I did. I did see something that I thought was really funny. Somebody tweeted out today that uh, since he's also opening his own charter school, somebody congratulated yeah. My- Myers Leonard for becoming the new P.E. teacher. <laughs> Boy. Did you see the video from the. The the Donda school? No. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. insane. He just, he just has a bunch to. of kids bad, bad singing news. his mom's name. It's really... Well, there's, it's, it's like you have yeah. to sign an NDA to go there, and also it's like uh-huh. 15,000 semesters. So it's like... So nothing good's going on there. Yeah, and the kids right. have to wear uniforms that are like his clothes. Yeah, yeah they, they, they looked up, they were kitted out. This is, <laughs> this were, is a true and on episode waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, I want to talk so bad about that. I, I don't know if you guys finished that true and on series. But I, it was, I haven't started yet, and I'm terrified, too, because I've seen everyone talk. About I need like, to. Yeah. Uh, absolutely spectacular. But oh, um, you guys want to talk about Candace Owens, like big anti-woke bank? Oh, my. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is all happening in the middle of this Kanye stuff. Yeah, so debit cards that thing? don't work. What was the glorify? <laughs> yeah. So it was like a, it was against like the wokeness of big banks. Is that like the whole thing? We're yeah. coming after you, yeah. Wells yeah. Fargo. Candace yeah. Owens' tweet says, "We are at the beginning of the conservative economy. You guys will all be hearing about glorify soon. It will overtake Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, and PayPal very quickly." Please remember you heard about it on my Twitter first, glorify.com. Literally the next day, the Wall Street Journal had a story about how it was just like a fraudulent bank who kept missing. Like it's like, yeah, I think <laughs> like that was her attempt at getting ahead of something. Oh. Which, you know, she's just not very bright. So that's, yeah, it, it just doesn't really connect in any way. But yeah. like they were, they were making credit cards out of like rifle shells melting them down and making from, yeah they were using brass from like shell casings for like cards which is too thick to actually use in card readers i swear yeah. we've like I'm, joked about this kind of thing before but i i'm, I'm just oh. imagining like some like 400 pound boat dealership owner with like the just the absolute just the absolute worst sunburn you've ever seen just getting increasingly angry at the grocery store because he gets the card <laughs> chip malfunction That's every awesome. time he tries to insert it and ends up just like breaking the screen and has to get carried out by six security <laughs> guards some just this one america did, did some, anyone some, like buy into this like did they scam people oh, through sure this already did. absolutely like i just I don't mean, know i, I don't know how far her, along they were yeah, yeah like, like like you were saying brian it seemed like she was trying to get 
get ahead of something, but like that also seemed like it was an announcement of like a soft launch for the product. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how, I don't know when they started the whole thing before she uh, tweeted about well, it. Well, the Wall Street but. Journal article had a bunch of like talked about a bunch of like missed deadlines they had too. So I don't know if Perfect. it ever launched. Awesome. Yeah. But well, the website get- is up. So I'm looking at it right now. I'm seeing stock footage of babies and like people getting married and working at a factory. And it says, put your money where your values are. Preserve the America you believe in with a financial lifestyle app designed for we the people. And there's two buttons, one for join the movement and one for play video. It's mm. just so tired. Every single one of these stupid right wing grifts have the exact same angle. Mm. Looking at the is... very bottom of this uh, page here, I'm seeing equal housing opportunity and FDIC. I smell commie. Mm, yeah, it sounds kind of woke. That's no good. This is... This is what happens when you go after BOFA, folks. (laughs) There's a a great picture in the middle of just Candace Owen holding one of those metal cards, too. (laughs) Wait, and it's and it's just a MasterCard. Like, that's the whole thing. It's like actually. Yeah, yeah, it's like there are metal cards out there. Other people have already figured this shit out. Yeah, Apple did it a long time ago. Yeah, this is you think she's cool. holding up her like that's just her holding up her uh her husband or her There's husband's black section. card oh my god they have a thin blue line card <laughs> of course no. they do. <laughs> that's the credit no card way. strip no way they have a brass card a thin blue line card a constitution card and a 1776 card you can declare your independence using the 17 you can declare your independence using the mastercard 1776 card Oh, you can't even just shop in time at Costco for with this the shit. 1776 revival on Broadway. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely right. There yeah. we go. <laughs> this is this is the bank for people who think that Gronk in USAA just isn't uh, <laughs> patriotic <laughs> enough. <laughs> the Allegiance Loyalty Program. This yes. is just. I am actually. I could spend an hour on this now that I'm now that I'm looking to do this. But anyway, <laughs> what, like, they have a whole section for renters. Is this like rent? They yeah, do well, rental they're, insurance. They're expanding out to insurance. It looks like oh, they say good. first quarter 2023 is when insurance yeah, is going to Yeah, I'm up. sure. That's going to be, I can't wait for that. The Thin Blue Line card, a sick ass design. I'm not going to lie. It goes extremely <laughs> hard. Wow. <laughs> this is cool. You the, and James oh, Harden just oh like the God. aesthetic. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. It says, <laughs> this is so funny. It just says earn unlimited 1.5 times points redeemable for 1.5% cash back travel and more. And the photo they use next to it is just police lights on a police car. Just on. <laughs> like that's, this is on, this is the stock footage is crazy. Get one, uh, 1.5% cash back on all Cabela's stores. Back the blue. Oh my, this is just, this is four, cool. All right. Four times bonus points when you buy from grunt style. Yeah. You, you can fair. get into the VIP room at the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. <laughs> they sell umbrella insurance, insurance for your insurance. Okay, sorry, we can get off this. This is crazy, right. though. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it appears to be crashing to the ground. But yeah, I think I'm just gonna <laughs> stick with USAA. All right, yeah. I think I'm gonna be okay. Shall Greg, we? Let's go. All right, headline number three: NBC GOP. Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor and Democratic Senate candidate John Fetterman sat down with Dasha Burns in an exclusive interview that used closed captioning last night. In the interview, Dasha Burns said, quote, in small talk before the interview without captioning, it was clear he wasn't under or 
it wasn't clear he was understanding our conversation. And the inner interview really just ended up being nothing short of an ableist hit piece on a candidate that's currently in a heated campaign race and a little just bit of information, more than one in four. In fact, 26% of Americans uh, or the American adult population identifies with having a disability. Real sicko stuff. Yeah, I I saw all the press people like tweeting about it too. I'm just like, so the fuck what? Who cares? We literally have senators who are senile right now. Like, yeah. You're, you're telling me that someone using closed captioning is somehow a worse senator than Diane Feinstein. Yeah. Or these Chuck are all Grassley? the same people who, pr- who would like go on and like praise Diane Feinstein and like Joe Biden being found face down at a malt shop. I well, guarantee you like yeah. Chuck Grassley's pulled into his garage in Iowa with like a deer <laughs> wedge in his windshield and he's not sure how it got there. <laughs> Well, it's like he he seems I haven't watched this video, but like he seems like he has all of his cognitive abilities. He's just having trouble processing language currently. Um, doesn't really seem like a big deal at all. Uh, yeah. And and besides, who fucking cares? Like, would you rather that Dr. Oz was there? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's, I, I, let's consider the yeah. alternative. Yeah, I would much rather have the guy that thinks that you can uh, treat cancer with dragon fruit. Let's get let's get him in there. <laughs> the guy like the who's killed they... a good four hundred dogs. Yeah, but he's taken <laughs> like time away from this Cruella doggy DeVille. genocide to run for Senate. That's like the that's way really that they nice. protect people like Diane Feinstein. And like, if she ever left, the two seats in California that would be running to replace her would both be Democrats because of the way California's system works. Right. It, right. it doesn't matter if Feinstein goes, but Fetterman is actually running against someone who you don't want in the office. Yeah. Genuinely evil human being. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that's always been like the, I, I've always hated the argument. Like, well, do you think they're actually fit to be in office? He was like, I don't care if they can hit the button for the right way. They, they can be dead for all I care. Like if, if Bob yeah, I don't care if they still have an could aid be in with office a hand and, up his ass. You yeah, know? exactly. Like it doesn't matter. Like the, the, the whole idea about like, well, I don't know. Like Bernie had a heart attack. He was like, he's not running a marathon as president. Like yeah. who cares? It's also really rich when you juxtapose John Fetterman next to Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah. Like a man who yeah. like legitimately has fucking gazpacho for a brain. Yeah. And, and like, like recovering from a stroke, like I, it's just, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, so gross, it's really, man. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. It, it should, we should hit some of the Walker hits of the last few days. Yeah. Like today he announced that he had a grandmother who was a hundred percent Cherokee. <laughs> Yesterday yeah. he said he was in the military, although he never was. He just did oh. like a, he like showed up at an event that was put on as like charity for the military he, or something. He took some pictures with the IDF. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he uh, he uh, did a olden Polonies where he thought like doing something for charity makes him a police officer. Oh yes, that oh was my so God. funny. Yeah. Well, I got a badge. Just yeah, the old Shaquille O'Neal special. It sucks, yeah. man. It really. I, does. I mean, the, there's a there's a horrible part of me that wants him to stay in politics for a very long time because he will never not be entertaining. No, Herschel. Yeah, it's, the, the it, stories it's, are just going to keep rolling in. You're going to see even more meltdowns from the demon twink son that he has. Uh, like, <laughs> I love Christian. I love the. Uh, I love what <laughs> Chapo's saying about how like this actually may be a good thing for Doctor Oz because you mean for Herschel? Oh, sorry. Yeah, for Herschel Walker because uh, everybody fucking hates Christian Walker. 
Because yeah. he's just I, such an annoying little shit. I don't like I, I honestly wonder. I didn't know they were saying that. I kind of I, I, it was weird because like a lot of those replies to Christian Walker were like trying to scold him. Yeah. For uh, being a bad son or yeah. like a lot of a lot of the replies to Herschel were saying like you did a poor job at raising your son. Yes. Um, and it's not just because he's gay. It's because he's also rude to you online. Yeah. And there's uh, a there's a fair amount of people that, that will be voting in this Georgia election that generally have politics that are indiscernible from Hank Hill. Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't yeah, know, right. Like, like they need to have a, a strong handshake. You know, it, it, someone yeah. who enjoys a nice time with the grill. That boy ain't right. And then just like he caused it. <laughs> and I, I think we I can't remember if we I think we did cover like the latest with like the Herschel and like the abortion stuff. But like well, yeah, that we did getting, that in ep- our last episode. Oh, yeah. OK, so what came out after that was that Herschel's wife, who's like also also his campaign manager, was like mm-hmm. texting the woman <laughs> who had the abortion, who's the mother of one of Herschel's yeah. other kids. And she just gave the daily beast, all of the texts that she's had. She and her son have had from Herschel over the last, like, uh, like six years or something like that. And some of those texts were so insane. Like her, all Herschel would ever say, say to his son is love you son. And like his son <laughs> got so upset that his dad wouldn't show up for like, his like baseball game or whatever. And he was like, what's my favorite color? Like, what do I like? Tell me something he, about he me. Asked, he, he even said, how old do you think I am? Yes. And Herschel <laughs> and he just, responded. Oh. He said, love you, son. Like at like 2 a.m. <laughs> it's yeah. like trying to have like a conversation with a bot on Tinder. Like that's yes. the only yeah. thing you really think like. And like, she also said the, that her son has <sighs> seen Herschel maybe twice. And I think one of them was for like the custody arraignment thing. Like it was, it's so sad and so awful, but like, it's it's so it's I mean of course none yeah. of that stuff actually matters when it comes to this race it's just and, and and with Herschel in this race like it really his wife is the person with her hand up his ass puppeting him like yeah, she's gonna be absolutely. the one yeah, actually she, doing she's things Edith Wilson elected. in this whole thing because he's yeah. not gonna be running yeah. shit yeah it's really bleak. <sighs> so should we talk anyway, about another former that. NFL player with a bunch of brain damage let's go so fourth <laughs> district representative Burgess Owens played hooky on his debate mm. or from his debate against Darlene McDonald and forward party endorsed January Walker uh, his reason uh, was he claimed a cartoon from from a claimed a cartoon from last year by Salt Lake Tribune cartoonist uh, Pat Bagley was racist and was boycotting mm. the debate sponsored by Bagley's Salt Lake Tribune. Okay, so basically the cartoon in question was just Pat Bagley il- essentially illustrating the Dave Chappelle sketch where he's the black clan leader of the KKK. <laughs> Clayton Bigsby? Oh. Yeah, he basically just illustrated the Clayton Bigsby situation mm-hmm. uh, because Herschel was talking, <laughs> sorry, uh, Burgess Owens was talking about how like immigrants are coming to make your neighborhood unsafe. Yeah, because um, like which Burgess is the was doing, yeah, he was, he was doing saying. replacement theory. Yeah, he was literally, and Jordan, Jordan sadly has read his book and posted pictures <laughs> oh of some God. of the citations that he has oh in that book. God. And there's a lot of problems with everything. And the, the citation just being so horribly formatted and like half of them being being image searches is really concerning. No, it, it's really great that if you start digging into some of these sources, you just come up with like absolute lunacy bullshit. Like. There's like so many like to like Christianity Today or yeah. the Eagle Forum oh, yeah. or my favorite, a guy named Kevin McDonald, who is a anti-Semitic 
uh, academic who um, has his own Southern Poverty Law Center page who published oh, wow. it. Awesome. And the, and the citation was about a paper called Jews and Blacks. So, mm, yeah, make yes. your, uh, I want you to bet if that's a good paper or not. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, like you pointed this out, but like, I mean, Burgess, I, of course, just using this as an excuse to not do this debate tonight. Um, which is so funny that a forward candidate, forward party candidate is part of this. I keep forgetting yeah, that. I bet they're so happy they got mentioned. Yes. Well, yeah. Shane. We have, yeah, she has like, what, it, I have to go to her bio. She somehow snagged She's the, the uh, blockchain girl, right? Yeah, yeah she, she is. The water crisis yeah. will be fixed by the blockchain. By the blockchain. Oh, hell yeah. yeah so one her, thing that takes more energy than anything. Yeah, her handle on Twitter is literally just Utah politician. I don't know why <laughs> that was just not taken. <laughs> Um, but her bio is so funny because it's it says solutionist, forwardist, uniter, stop inflation, save H two O, fix housing, zero debt, blockchain voting, forward party supported. Oh yes, blockchain voting. Oh <laughs> my god, I cannot I wait. Go it instantly so fucking hard. <laughs> I can't that wait to get my twenty twenty four Kanye NFT. Yeah, <laughs> it's dude. It sucks. I, I that's really fun. Okay, but anyway, what I was gonna say was that um like a lot of conservatives are like loving the fact that they get to have uh conservatives in utah specifically being like look the black guy that we like is saying the democrats are the, the racist ones so now mm-hmm. you have to do this too mm-hmm. and it's just like jordan you pointed out that they're just so unbelievably obsessed with identity politics as well but now they get to they feel like they're in control of this one because they i mean because burgess is pulling out of this debate uh made by a cartoon drawing guy that's been there for like 50 years pat bagley draws <laughs> some of the most inexplicable cartoons i've ever seen yes. uh, well, and to put so any benign. weight and it's because there's he writes cartoons for the Salt Lake tribune and one of the the moderator for tonight's debate is somebody from the trib and so he's like no because of this cartoon written by this old dude a year ago that i think is racist i'm not going to show up to this debate tonight well, and he, he pulled this same shit four years ago against uh, ben mcadams against ben mcadams where he oh. wouldn't debate him Oh, he was yeah. at that debate. I mean, he wouldn't debate him, but he was at that debate. <laughs> he showed yeah, up. I mean, at least he showed up. Fine. <laughs> he was there in physical presence. Yeah. I can't speak anything else. Um, mainly, I think he didn't show up because he played football in a time where the helmets weren't so good. Um, <laughs> when the helmets were still squishy. Yeah. <laughs> when the helmets were still squishy. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty yeah it's rough no, i mean we we talked about this before like I mean, this is like why candace owens is such a big deal on the right and why they're so excited about kanye west up until he started talking about death con yeah. three <laughs> dude um, the tweets or, from I mean, that guy I, today i know i mean he literally said uh i will exclude the anti-semitism stuff that came out recently but too many times kanye has expressed opinions that don't conform with the liberal black narrative i'm like you you shouldn't if you're starting out with I gotta excuse the anti-Semitism stuff. It's like you, you probably don't are you probably not making the point you think you are. It's Sorry, too recent for the sample. We cannot use it. Sorry, yeah. gotta delete some more Holocaust tweets. Yeah, dude. No, I mean because I mean think about this. It's not just like Candace Owens and Kanye. It's like it's Milo Yiannopoulos. It's Blair White. Mm-hmm. It's all these people. It's Christian Walker, Peter too. Thiel. Yes, Christian yeah. Walker and Peter Thiel. Like it's all these people. They can say like, well, how can we be? sexist homophobic transphobic xenophobic when we have all these people on our side they, yeah, they, they agree with like me all you need like, to do is see what they've done to christian walker since he tweeted a mean thing about oh his God. dad who sucks Dude. they're like well you know 
How dare you? How the dare you pathetic... be such a, an ungrateful child? Yeah. You know, like fuck off. The most un- the most pathetic one being uh, Dave Rubin, who literally oh, just oh, yeah. completely just gave up all of his dignity to just be to try to be friends with Ben Shapiro, and then just to have <laughs> Ben Shapiro tell him to his face that he would not like go to a dinner with Dave and his husband. If oh, wasn't if that then, Glenn yeah. Beck? No, no, well, he's, that, he's, that one was Shapiro. I mean, oh, okay. so there's been, there's been multiple. Well, yeah, and the, oh, yeah, yeah. There's been it's multiple. like they, they parade Dude. him around to do yes. this. Which is because, yeah. so yeah, he, he's he's done it with with Prager as well and and Glenn Beck. And they've all basically said the same thing. But Ben was explicitly, he was like, if the dinner has anything to do with you being gay, then I wouldn't go, which is like such a hilarious like way of framing that but i mean it's so pathetic but like dave made a ton of money doing that and he completely like sold his soul because i mean it he got he got attacked the fact that he had to like defend his his people who liked him uh against the attacks they were having against him because he and his husband are adopting kids yeah like yeah. his collective fan base if they even existed at that point freaked the fuck out on him and he basically defended them because in in saying that like, oh, yeah, Democrats go way too woke left with all the trans stuff. So I can see why you're skeptical of me and my husband wanting to have a kid. And his husband's probably just like this. I fucking hate my life. That's right so, up there yeah. with like the Pete Buttigieg Chastin thing where he's like, yeah, if I could choose not to be gay, I wouldn't be. That, oh, was, yeah, that, that would make was, my life yeah. so much easier. <laughs> that was right. Just like, in a lot of ways. Oh, my yeah. God. Like I prefer people like Rod Dreher to these people who are like out and married and just so deeply fucking cucked. I'm I'm so much more in favor of a guy yeah. who's just like I read an article lately where college students were saying they're more gay than usual, and I just want to tell you I've tried really hard to be straight for a long time, and I'm <laughs> still gonna God. try. God damn it! <laughs> Every yeah. time I've ever wrote about sausage, it's actually been a euphemism. <laughs> Yeah, that, it's that like, Rod Dreher article. We could. I, oh it's my so unbelievable. <laughs> his last that last article is legitimately his magnum opus. Yeah, it's. I so think he good. still has more places to go. Like <laughs> he has this long tragic gonna, arc that is. Just he's going to have a very interesting third act. That's all I can yes. say. He's converting to Mormonism. Just yeah. wait. <laughs> I, he'll I, he'll anyway. be converting to some other things before the end of it. I'm starting yeah. to think. Oh yeah. So the thing is, is that Burgess is going to win this race again. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, no, January Walker is really putting a. <laughs> putting up a good fight here we just gotta get that vote on the blockchain and after that it's it's easy street (laughs) she has a video on her website that's some speech that she does it's completely out of focus hell yes (laughs) what do you expect from utah politician Uh, All right, you guys want to hear some good news real quick? Just to end end the headline so headline number five the info wars have been lost Let's nice. go. Let's Just go. a few hours ago, a Connecticut jury in InfoWars host Alex Jones' defamation trial said that he must pay $965 million in damages to multiple families that suffered from his false claims about the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School mass shooting. The shooting killed 26 people, including 20 children. The 15 plaintiffs in the trial said that since the 2012 shooting, Jones's followers have harassed them and sent them death threats spurred on by his conspiracy theories. This decision comes shortly after a trial in Texas where a jury found that the InfoWars founder should pay a separate pair of Sandy Hook parents who sued him in the Lone Star State, nearly $50 million. Banging the sucks to suck gong. 
You know, yeah. it was so fun today to see like people like Mike Cernovich and um, Thern. Oh, was he really yeah. concerned? Yeah, he was really concerned. <laughs> Him and uh, Prilosec and all those other guys. Um, Jack Prilosec. Just, just kind of, <laughs> just having that freak out going on because then they realize like, oh shit, I said lost stuff about Pizzagate. Yeah. This might come on me next. Oh, just, just delicious. <laughs> so what happens... Like he obviously doesn't have a billion dollars, but he's probably got a right. lot of money. Like I, I like, d- does he just anytime he makes money, he has to send more money to these? Like it's like child support. Or how does this work? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nice. Uh, oh, here's the I, thing, I, guys. I, uh, I'm actually I, contemplating either a noose or traffic. I'm not sure which one. Maybe a building. We're gonna figure <laughs> it out really quickly. I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna have a meeting with Prison Planet. We're gonna find out the best way to end this thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward option. to him trying to fake his own death in like the dumbest way possible. <laughs> Oh, he's a guy that's going to be in like the Philippines in like a few years. Oh, dude, he's sure. absolutely pulling a McAfee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That documentary oh, yeah. is going to be so fucking cool. McAfee, that was yeah. great. Remember when McAfee just fucking killed himself in a Spanish prison and had his like ex-wife post a big Q on his Instagram page right afterwards? <laughs> like that is a man with a plan. I know. Or like the, on- the guy or when he got the tattoo that said like, if I if I end up dead, I didn't do it. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I'm surprised so more sick, people. Man. I'm surprised there are, I mean, there are enough freaks in this world. I'm just surprised there's not more people doing stuff like that with their death and making it a big, like making your, making your, what's better than making your life into a Q drop? Like (laughs) when it's all said and done, I think that's perfect. I mean, like if you've ever watched his show, he basically fakes his death every episode with how red he gets. Yeah. Oh my God. So he has like, he looks good. I think he has a ton of experience. I think he looks nice. I like the picture of him and uh, Dasha and Anna. I thought that picture was. Yeah, cool. I wonder how, how are the Red Scare girls doing right now. I don't know. It's Has anyone done a, a wellness check I, on them? I, or I, like- I try not to pay attention to them. Every once in a while, Josh sends me something. I'm like, please fucking stop. Or Take like, me off of your list. I'm blocking you. Don't you don't spend a lot of time in Dimes Square. <laughs> No, You're gonna start getting no, the uh, forward, I hate forward, that forward, re, 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 forward, forward email style uh, <laughs> chain of red scare. Just oh my god! Yeah. Also, awesome. has anyone checked in on Kyrie? How's Kyrie doing? Dude, I know probably, that he was a big I, fan. This guy has to be a hard day for him. Poor you know guy. what? Just going back to the red scare girls. Like, I, if yeah. there was a way I could just, like jam to? a pen up my nose to make sure I would never have to remember who <laughs> Dasha or Anna was ever again, I would do that. <sighs> yeah, it's like. You, you, it's we're kindred spirits, all of us who have been poisoned with knowledge of them. It's like you, you know, when you just meet someone and you can look in their eyes and know if they are familiar with with what's taken place with them, you you just have an automatic connection. So if nothing else, we can at least uh, bond together in the suffering, knowing that we know who these horrible people are. But. Yeah, if you, if you know what Red Scare and Cumbtown are, like there's there's no redemption for you. You've you've been ruined. You leave the Adam Friedland show out of it, Fuck. please. <laughs> You guys literally were calling me the Stavi of our show last week. That's because you were planning on doing. I, you were going to leave us. I can't remember can't why. Be my small. <laughs> That's right. We, was that? I feel like that was that was, that was good. You know? Yeah, that was a pretty. You good You guys want to go impression. eat after this? We can just start like. We should just turn this podcast into singing like dick joke parodies of <laughs> yeah. songs that we God, like. I, I think wonder. that's a good idea. But, we got the okay. musical guy on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay, so. <laughs> The main thing that we wanted to talk about tonight, the last thing that we, uh, the thing that we'll be ending on is something that's near and dear to Jordan's heart. Cause I think it might be the <laughs> thing that's 
<laughs> I mean, you had a hand in creating it, right? Like, I think this is a, yeah. it's been a big personal project of Jordan's. It's, I'm, I'm honestly surprised to see he got this much institutional buy-in from like, uh, from the state of Utah, quite honestly. Listen, Jordan, why don't you go ahead and tell us about what your project is, um, and, and why it's so important to you and what we plan on you, how, how we're going to use this moving forward to create a better uh, place for all of us. Yeah. Listen, you spend enough time at the university of Utah, especially around like the Hinckley Institute of politics. And you know what? They start <laughs> listening to your ideas. So it's a great time. <laughs> Folks, are you tired of politics that um, yes. name call and, you know, belittle each other and, you know, just don't have any respect for each other? Yes, I yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, good news, folks. I have something for you. <laughs> it's called the Dignity Index. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Pinocchios. <laughs> That's right. Not to be confused with the Pinocchios or anything like that. So I got an article from KUER. It's our uh, local NPR affiliate and all that. Uh, There is a new plan to measure the civility of Utah's political discourse this election season. It's called the Dignity Index. It doesn't rate the candidates, but the words that they use. Oh, for Christ's sake. That's so awesome. I'm so glad you came up with this, Jordan. Oh, no. Uh, I saw a friend of the pod, Josh, uh, actually like retweet it because he's in Nevada working for the Democrats now. And he's just like, what is this? I think you'll probably edit yourself out of this next line, but I'll just go ahead and take this one. Tammy Pfeiffer and Jordan is this is the state's project lead. She served as the education advisor to former Republican Governor Gary Herbert and with Rochard and others cool co-founded a, a civility project called Unite. Mm. The group worked with behavioral scientists to develop the Dignity Index. And Pfeiffer said that it makes a lot of sense to try it in Utah. We have a history of being able to come together, she said, pointing to collaborative partnerships the state has navigated on things like LGBTQ plus and immigration issues. Um, Brian, we I have to ask, did you? All. We did. Yeah. We actually fixed okay, immigration yeah, yeah. and gay stuff in the yeah. state, as they <laughs> like to call it. There certainly wasn't a walkout at BYU yesterday about the treatment of LGBTQ people. So you know what? We, hmm, we feels like there's, there's one of those like every week down there. It feels like now. Yeah. Lockout doesn't sound very civil. That sounds like a dignity index of maybe four. Like okay, four Brian, I hear what you're that. saying, but there's only yeah. been one. Or two parents that have gone on crusades trying to determine if the girls their daughters are losing against in sports are trans or not. And uh, de- okay. and declaring a, a personal investigation on making sure that they aren't. So I hear what you're saying, but there's only been like a couple of those so okay. far. And so, the body, so then that brings us down to a dignity six. A six yeah, dignity. I think that's a dignity yeah. six. We're, we, we're we really have to explain the scale the here. Six, this baby. Is, we, we, we have to explain the scale there because this is amazing. Scale. Okay. Uh, one thing I was going to mention, I wanted to ask Brian on the scale, Brian, did you see it? It it went, it was very heavily retweeted by our governor because he loved how much play he was getting on it. That fucking guy. But did you see when he was running for governor this last time, he was up against a Democrat and they released Mm -hmm. like a PSA ad where they were basically just like together standing in front of a white background talking about how it's like cool to get along or whatever. Did you see this? I'm Spencer Cox, your Republican candidate for Utah governor. 
And I'm Chris Peterson, your Democratic candidate for governor. We are currently in the final days of campaigning against each other. But our common values transcend our political differences, and the strength of our nation rests on our ability to see that. We are both equally dedicated to the American values of democracy, liberty, and justice for all people. We just have different opinions on how to achieve those ideals. But today, we are setting aside those differences to deliver a message that is critical for the health of our nation. That whether you vote by mail or in person, Person, we will fully support the results of the upcoming presidential election, regardless of the outcome. Although we sit on different sides of the aisle, we are both committed to American civility and a peaceful transition of power. And we hope Utah will be an example to the nation. Because that is what our country is built on. Please stand with us on behalf of our great state and nation. My name's Spencer Cox. And I'm Chris Peterson. And we, we approve, approve this message. message. I, d I did not see this. It sort of sounds like the website for the Dignity Index, though. Oh, it's so bad, which, man. Which is just featuring, like, like video footage of people kind of standing and smiling with, like, one of the numbers popping up next to them. <laughs> yes, They're all it's, high. They're all high numbers. They're all, like, no, five it just, to It eight. just sounds like a Vegas casino. Like, yeah, it's kind of like on Grand Theft Auto when you get stars for doing murders yeah. or whatever. It's like when <laughs> Dignity Index is spike. the it's the inverse of the stars you get on Grand Theft Auto, yeah. or in Red Dead Redemption, your honor meter for those for, the, uh, for those who have been initiated. <laughs> they created a Red Dead Redemption honor meter for politics. That's true. I can't wait, Jordan. <laughs> you call your opponent a pedophile, you get three stars. <laughs> Jordan, tell us about tell us about the uh, the scale. All right, let's start from level one, the worst. That's that's a DEFCON one here, or DEFCON one, depending on your definition. Wait, hold uh, on. Okay, wait, this part first. Uh, it's it, from their web their webpage. Before we talk about the specifics of the scale, it says it's an eight-point scale that measures what we do when we disagree. The scale mm. ranges from one, which sees no dignity at all in the other side, <laughs> to eight, which sees the dignity in everyone. Each point on the scale reflects a particular mindset, and each mindset is associated with certain beliefs and behaviors that reflect how open we are to the other side. As a broad rule, if I treat you with dignity, it means that I can see myself in you. Mm -hmm. If I treat you with contempt, it means I see myself above you. This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. You, you built okay, this that's thing, a two. but tell us about that's this. That's a two. Kyle, please stop <laughs> yeah, saying that. Yeah, People didn't start believing that. Sorry. Jordan's being a two right now. He can't. <laughs> he just sees himself above us all right now. Making so, me sick. Level one escalates from violent words to violent actions. Level two mm. accuses the other side not just of doing bad or being bad, but promoting evil. <laughs> mm. Promoting evil. I would, I would be a level two all I've the time, I'm pretty never sure. never actually once meant it when i've tweeted at politicians to suck my dick from the back <laughs> that's true <laughs> level three attacks the other side's moral character not just their capabilities or competence okay wait level as yeah. far as two goes the promoting evil thing what if the what if i am promoting evil what number do i get what if i'm actually doing the promoting that's a good of question evil? uh yeah. it depends are you working with the other side to do it yes that's seven you're good okay. Man. Okay, cool yeah yeah what if doing I evil actually, actually does not factor in here? Just <laughs> saying someone is doing evil. What if I actually so do awesome. believe in the satanic cabal? It's so, dude, it really yeah. is so funny how it's like, it doesn't factor in anything that's actually happening. It's just how you view your yourself versus the other person who might be doing something evil. I mean, this is what we talk about all the time too. Like there's so many like people in the status quo that like love to just talk about tone over substance. Like that's how yeah. we have Evan McMullen, like, 
possibly going to beat Mike Lee despite having almost identical <laughs> politics to Mike Lee. This is so because, awesome, yeah, because he's nicer. I'm just oh, reading through all of these. The other and thing so too funny. is like actually telling someone to suck your dick from the back does not factor into this scale. That's another <laughs> no. thing that that is not measured by the dignity index. As a matter of fact, that seems We're like not a measuring dicks. Sorry, guys. No, <laughs> that this seems is not a like dick a collab- measuring contest. That seems like a collaborative act. I think that should be a six <laughs> or seven. It, it takes two. It takes two. No, see, You're we say when, we, when it comes to the. When yeah. it comes to the dick measuring, it's a six, but we say it's a seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so, like, you start digging into their website. You start seeing a bunch of other fun stuff, too. Like, apparently, this is a project of, like, Unite.com or something like that, which apparently is, like, some sort of project by, like, a Kennedy fail son or something, like some Shriver or something. Nice. They're about to Unite. get a cease and desist from UniteTheRight.com. i don't i don't think so but it's fun you open up this website and the first thing you see is like oprah winfrey talking to someone uh tim shriver talking with rick warren which no fuck off jesus (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly oh and we have a video from president george w bush are you serious that's the guy Um, dignity personified dude i hate this country now watch this drive Now watch this. Oh, that was the coolest goodness. thing he ever did. To be uh, honest, George Bush actually spoke at graduation at my college. Are you serious? Uh, amazing. Yeah, right before I got there, when my brother was going there, though, uh, we had it. Our president of the college was a natural gas executive. Awesome. And he somehow finagled getting Bush there while Bush was still president of the United States. Oh my god. Um, it was a. It was How a many years into uh, into his presidency was this? I, I think it was two thousand four. Okay. Oh, oh. oh. It, was, it was pretty hot. It was a pretty hot year. That was yeah. that was yeah. election time. Election yeah. year. Like I'm not sure that was a good idea. But school no, president no. must have had some ties to W from the Zapata oil time. Yeah. <laughs> so like the whole campus was swarming with Secret Service. It was. Insane. Oh man. No. No oh. hero stood up with his footwear to launch. At the old, you know, George I bet w. my brother thought about it, but uh, oh, I watched. I love that video. I just wish it made contact. <laughs> so I pulled some of the content from their uh, first report. That was a dignity of three. That, <laughs> that shoe throw. Well, it depends how George Bush and the thrower viewed each other in that moment. Mm-hmm. I guess, like I, I think we we really need to consider that because if we if we think about, um, you know on level seven wants to fully engage the other side. I think that was a pretty engaging act. Yeah. If you ask me, I think he engaged him in. Well, I think when Tadar al-Zaidi actually did call him a killer when he, mm. when he threw the shoes, he was yelling something. Um, I don't know. You okay, know what? That so takes I guess it to it too. He yeah. didn't, but he didn't say that he was promoting evil. He just said that he's doing evil. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's a good uh, point. That's still a two. Okay, so I think it's a two. <laughs> I love being a social scientist. I love yeah. doing this very real job. Listen, <laughs> I, I say my this life's someone, work. Yeah. I say this as someone with a political science degree. It is the most bullshit science in the planet. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's I, it's, I, it's a yeah. fake degree like if you have a political science degree like good on you you got a degree congratulations that means nothing like <laughs> honestly yeah. it's like this might as well be like the hug index like how many politicians like <laughs> hugged a person a day and that's how good of a person they are 
Uh, so I decided to pull some of their uh, highest ranked and lowest ranked scores. Ooh, yeah. And of course, we have John Curtis from the third district, our my congressman, actually. Mm. This scored a seven. Well, if you know That's anything about me, I know pretty good. That's almost the top. Yeah. Not praising all the way, but almost the top. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's doing pretty good. That's true. Yeah, he wants to fully engage the other side, discussing the deepest disagreements they have to see what breakthroughs they can find. <laughs> Jordan, did did he? So this little like excerpt uh, below John Curtis, is that from is this is him talking about himself? Yeah, th- this is from his debate, actually, where he said, like, I don't want to make choices for women, but I guess I got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christ. So he says. He says, if you know anything, I like to talk about this. I'm kind of the rare elephant in the room on climate change. Listen, I think it's important on climate to do something which we generally, which we don't generally do in this conversation. And that is if you draw a continuum and you take people where they are on this issue and you value everybody's opinion, we can have a very thoughtful conversation about how we reduce emissions and how we pass on an earth better to our children than the one we inherited. Uh, shut, really means shut nothing. The fuck up. In shut order, the, shut up. <laughs> in order to, uh, I don't know if anyone caught that, but in order for us to quote reduce emissions, we have to first draw a continuum and take people where they are, and then we can then have a very thoughtful conversation about <laughs> yeah. reducing emissions. Yeah. So, hold on, hold on, guys. Give me a, a second. I have to. I have to spend about a couple hours taking people where they are. Yeah. So you can just basically me, just grant me that. And then, then we can have the conversation once I'm done taking people where they, what the fuck does that mean? I mean, he's basically an eco terrorist with this level of direct action that he, he's, he's going with. It's so, crazy. So it should be said that like John Curtis is the head of like the, like conservative conservation caucus or whatever, yeah. which like pretty much it says like, you know what? We need to do something about climate change. But in the meantime, we have to maintain like oil production and coal production as much as humanly oh, yeah. possible for nas- national security. He so in particular like, has mentioned like ramping up oil production as much as possible over the last like. So, so for him, year. like climate oh. action is just privatizing the water supply. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> market <laughs> solutions. We don't use privatizing. That's a two word. Yeah. All right. We can't do that. That's bad. It's market based solutions for climate change. Market based solutions <clears throat> means we're working together with the private with the private sector in synergy. Yeah. And all bringing all stakeholders together. And honestly, by saying those words, we get up to a seven or eight. <laughs> yeah. So he got a seven, which is great for him. I think he's the yeah, highest one congrats. we're seeing. Is that correct? There's the, there's the, there's two sevens. Eight, the second one eight, was also a seven too from his eight Twitter seems page. seems unattainable. Eight is like you actually achieve nirvana. Like their own description <laughs> switches to the first person because you become an all being one with everything. And it says, I can see myself becoming, I can see myself as part of every group. I refuse to hate anyone and I offer dignity to everyone. Level eight means you just make love to the American flag. <laughs> Buddy, sorry. they won't even, let me, they won't even let me fuck it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you become the I, drill sergeant. So essentially, yeah. this whole project of yours, uh, sorry, not yours, uh, the, uh, the <laughs> other woman that you worked on, sorry, the other woman that made this. Um, Kyle, is, if people it, believe I made this thing, I'm going to come after you. Y- that day where two. you were nice guy I'm on, willing oh, to sorry. go to a one okay, okay. all right i'll be i'll be careful so is it is is the entire thing that they just take this meter and they filter individual statements that like or yes. tweets through it that's the yes. entire project that's and the, then yeah, they you just, just like evaluate 
Yeah. They evaluate quotes from debates and tweets and they run it through the uh, the meter. Literally the most useless thing I've ever seen in politics. <laughs> this is so cool. I love running things through the dignitometer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like they gave him a, they gave him a 7 on one of his other on a tweet that says yeah. no one can argue right or left that what's happening at the border is acceptable. We need a secure border and a fixed immigration system. I continue working with my colleagues in Congress to find solutions that bring the best and brightest to the U.S. They always put in the bre- the best and brightest thing. Like there's yeah. like this weird like Intel like IQ test that you have to pass to to come <laughs> to this country. Like, yeah, and like just like think if about you have it to take way. the fucking S- you, have an, you have to have an SAT score in order to get in. Like it's yeah. just um, it's no, so it, stupid. It, it and also like <clears> if you look at like subtext of that one too, it's pretty much like people who are just crossing the border and risking life and limb to get to America too. We need to keep them out as much as humanly possible, despite the fact that they are risking literally everything to just breathe this air. Yeah. But just the fact that they're walking across the border with like a jug of water and their child in hand is unacceptable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also <clears throat> I like how he just, just describes the problem as being like, the border like what's happening yeah. at the border like i feel like the problems i have with what's happening at the border are probably a lot different than the problems that he has about what's yeah. happening at the border but like it's all just described it gets a seven because he just ambiguously lumped it all in as everyone on the right and left can share you know there's you know some concern about what's happening at the border people on the left might be concerned that we have tri- children in cages and forced sterilization of women but uh, the people on the right are concerned that there are people crossing at all. And like the wall was uh, removed when Donald Trump yeah, became not president. So, um, yeah, it's just like, Hey, Kyle, that's a seven. You're not using, you're sorry. using divisive language. I, and we what you guys can't put do so much money in the, in the, we build the wall, go fund me. I am, <laughs> I am deep in the red. Listen, this is all made by the university of Utah. So if you're a college student going to the U right now, you're helping fund this machine. I hope we, you're we happy. recommend if you're walking by the building, maybe consider doing a one against it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know how they like, made a centrist um, meter. Not actually. Yeah, all hail the centrist meter. <laughs> you know how like if you're if you're like white and you're listening to this, which is probably a lot of people. Like, did, did, did your parents ever like get like a or like did someone in your family ever give you a birthday gift that was like you bought they bought you like a star or something? You know what I'm talking about? Is this does this ring a bell oh, to anybody? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they name oh, a star yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get a little didn't certificate. Happen to me, but I remember an episode of I, I believe Arthur that was about <laughs> yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so basically, uh, you know, donating to that GoFundMe for the wall got me a nice little plot of land in El Paso. Actually, but you guys, my name's just written in dirt, and it's going to be a big old fence post one day. So keep, a single square foot out. that I can farm myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, I was, uh, uh, yeah. I've just I got a little that... Zen garden going right now, but uh, someday <laughs> it's going to be really giving me some crops. You, you just book a flight to El Paso so you can rake your one by one foot plot of land. <laughs> like a little, oh a little rake. <laughs> your little Zen garden rake. I I'm love gonna it. Go. We're gonna do, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna rake that and then you know we're, I'm gonna have lunch with Beto and you know oh, I can't wait we're just so, gonna go stand getting- on diner tables and talk about the Smiths or whatever. So I, I, I was thinking about this really quick while we were talking about this as well. I, I think like the perfect statement for this like for like this uh, rating scheme and not too like all lives matter should be an eight. Like if you think yeah, about it, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like that's how that's how idiotic this thing is. It's like yeah. it really is like the back to brunch meter 
Yeah, it, yeah. It, it really is. Well, okay, so we talked about some of the high scores. John Curtis is a, is a favorite of the meter, but let's talk about some of the lowest scores. So we have Rick mm. Jones. Um, one of his his statements was was run through uh, the Dignameter, and this this <laughs> line is that the, sounds like the, a slur. The Dignameter, yeah, it's pretty close. Uh, something is fundamentally wrong when self proclaimed billionaire Donald Trump can in one year spend three hundred and fifty times as much as paying prostitute porn stars as he does paying federal income taxes. Mm. That's a three. That so. is a three because that, that, you know, that's just bars, man. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So level three is it attacks the other side's moral character, not just their capabilities or competence, because, yeah, that's that's how, true. How dare you question Donald Trump's moral character? <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is so dumb. It's so good. It's, though. it's so helpful in so, evaluating yeah. politics. Yeah. Rick Jones is running for Congress as a Democrat in the second uh, district. Nah. I, I find no fault with that statement, despite the fact that it is def- definitely divisive and um, not caring to the issues of the other side. Yeah, I, I think so, too. This, so, it really is the meme of like, you know, there's like the the like the Nazis and KKK on one side. It was like, we want to kill people. And then the other side is like, we want health care. And it's the guy in the middle that says compromise. compromise? <laughs> yeah, that's literally what this is. The meter. Does this. so? The way this comes out, does it just end up somehow magically that all the Republicans are like dignity sixes and all the Democrats are dignity threes or yes, whatever? Because like this is all like meant to just like sustain the status quo because it's like all the it's things amazing. like if you're out of office and if you're like the political party inside of a state that is definitely mm-hmm. like holds no power. Like the only thing you can do to try and gain power is challenge power. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, like that's how it's going to go. Like, which is why this whole statement thing is complete bullshit. Yeah. So we have uh, a, another low score, mm-hmm. um, another three ball actually from Nick it. for Utah. Um, Nick is, he's running for the U.S. House, uh, the second congressional district. Yep. Nick Mitchell. Nick Mitchell. He said on September 21st, he dropped a three and he said, you'll never guess who voted against the presidential election reform act. If you guessed Representative Chris Stewart, you're absolutely right. You should ask him why he hates democracy, but I don't think he'll reply like always. I wonder why he hates democracy so much. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's making a lot of assumptions. I, and you I know, know. What? It makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> Chris Stewart doesn't hate democracy. Sure, he voted against like ratifying the states for the 2020 election, but you know what? He doesn't hate democracy. Like you should have found a good bipartisan way to say that. I think you're trying to destroy democracy. Yeah. Yeah. We we need to figure out how we can get a, a, you know, a six, seven or an eight telling someone that they hate democracy. I got I got some thinking to do, but I think, I don't know. I think we could launch an advisory platform where we, where all of the local politicians running for, for, for any tor- type of position come to us first. And they're thinking about sending out a tweet. They run it to us. <clears throat> we fire up the Dignimeter and we, uh, we, we give it back to them. We spit it back out in a way that I think can get them a six, seven or, or an eight. I think five is a little too dodgy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think you're in good territory in the, in the sixes and sevens. So Darlene McDonald, uh, we talked about her earlier cause she's the one that was supposed to be dating, dating, debating uh, Burgess Owens tonight, but in, is instead, uh, going mano y mano with January 
not January Jones. What's her name? (laughs) (laughs) January Walker. January Walker. Uh, Yeah, Utah politician January Walker. Vote Darlene. She tweeted on September 21st. um, Burgess Owens has proven that he has no qualms throwing people under the bus to get what he wants. Voters in PA, Mm, veterans, women, his constituents, contributors to his charities and PAC, the black community. Uh, I should also note that Darlene is black, so it's not uh, that weird. But anyway, uh, his family and the American people. It's time to send him back to Florida with DeSantis, where he can proudly wave his Betsy Ross flag and hang out with Matt Gates, TFG, and all of his friends from Fox at oh. Mar-a-Lago, in parentheses, if he gets an invite after becoming an ex-congressman. It's pretty spicy. Mm. Uh, that earned yeah. a three. She, she loses some points on the Brianometer by saying TFG. Uh, that that's that's a minus for me um and the ref TFG? takes a point away tfg is oh god it's donald trump it's the way that they say the former guy they shorten it to tfg oh, oh, seriously like, this is, is in the this face is everyone is, who for the last four years was do was typing t rump you know or like now they say tfg yeah okay so exactly. it's like a voldemort thing oh god uh-huh. man precisely oh, that darlene uh-huh. Dar- okay don't like Can it. one of you like guys it. just Red Dead Redemption me right now? <laughs> Depends how what your honor meter is looking like. I have plan. My dignity meter. The problem is, is if your if your dignity meter is down pretty low when you die, you go to hell. So um, it's important that Greg, you need to do some acts of service. You need to send out some nice tweets, and we'll get that thing back up. You know, like the day that Jordan was nice on yeah. Twitter. You can do that, and we'll take you out. The and then, Ted uh, Lassoing I, I, I of American say, politics. I really encourage that that awful awful bit. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it's so Do good. Happened online. I will I, say no, that I'm going to encourage. Right, do you want to come back I'm on this show? Go, I'm going full <laughs> dignity eight on on the nice Jordan bit. Dignity eight. <laughs> I, I would definitely do it, except for like after about like four hours of that, I just have like physical revulsion inside me. <laughs> Uh, And also his marriage would end very quickly if he does that for more than another, like another two days of that. I can't can't deal with divorce, Jordan. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's that's not an option. Season two, baby. (laughs) Season two, Jordan does not get divorced in season two. That's not we're not speaking that into season two. We saved Jordan's marriage. We had a great episode where Jordan just sobbed for 45 minutes. Every every episode is just titled my and then the next episode is why next episode is left. <laughs> next episode is me just ad infinitum. Dude, he's just going to start leaving messages of, like crying for help in the episode descriptions. It's going to be or like jo- Greg and I are finally going to check Patreon because it's only Jordan that manages any of that. We log in and Jordan's just been like asking patrons for therapy help it's for like the last every like month. Patrons DMs. Oh, hello, no. baby. You gave me five dollars. You you seem like you care about me. Why why doesn't anyone want to love me? Mind if I give that five dollars back? Oh, wow, that yeah, was fun. So, that was a good bit, guys. Way to go. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> The Dignity Index, uh, like I said, a creation of Jordan and Friends. It's 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 big. It's big for us. And I really do encourage any candidate yeah. that's listening to this. We've had a couple on here or uh, I think we've had just one. I don't know. Next. I think it's important for push. us. Yeah. I, you know, we need to run Rocky's tweets through uh, the Dignity Meter <laughs> in his upcoming election for mayor. 
And um, I think that we could form an advisory council and being uh, dignified for um, <laughs> so Mr. Mayor. Here's but. the best thing is the website actually has a pledge that you can take. You have There's oh. a button that says take a pledge. And then you just see some old lady looking at you with a half smile on her face. <sighs> you got that to work? Because I tried clicking it like 15 times and like wouldn't let me do it. It works in opera. But I don't know who else uses the Opera browser. I'm just. They somehow get a picture of all of our moms that somehow just like pops up the second we're about to tweet something. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I found I found a really good one. Wait. Okay. okay. All right. I found Evan McMullen's uh, Dignimeter tweets. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, great. And, I love the guy. Uh, so, so his campaign email on on September fifth. Uh, this got a four. He said, "My name is Evan McMullen." Got a four for that. I'm just kidding. No, it continues. <laughs> Uh, my name is not Evan very partisan, not very nice. <laughs> I'm running for U.S. Senate to replace obstructionist Senator Mike Lee, and I'm asking mm. for your support. That's a four. Mm. Uh, yeah. that that's not super nice. But it's, he did get a six hum. on the next one, which is good. And this one on the sixth says, "I was undercover in the CIA for ten years. <laughs> the men and women I served alongside never asked each other who they voted for." Oh. Oh, boy. Okay. The men and women I served alongside never asked each other who they voted for or what political party they were a part of. Yes, this was my favorite. Yeah. We all knew we had the same goal. Protect our democracy. Those shared values must continue to bring us together. We all share the same goal. You know, that just like makes me think of like two guys sitting in a truck in like to create Iraq who just got done jumping off a bunch of weapons <laughs> to like some sort of like Sunni militant group. <laughs> and they're just like on the drive back and just like, so who are you going to oh. vote for? <laughs> yeah, this I'm imagining so a lot good. of uh, a lot of. <laughs> people involved in like Iran Contra just being like, uh, you going to vote for the other guy? I got to take the pledge. I'm going <laughs> to add this to my resume. Just a couple of guys who just got done with like a waterboarding session. It's like, woof. Well, you, you know what? I don't know. Like the fiscal, uh, <laughs> the fiscal position of this country. I just, I just don't think I can vote Democrat this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah some guy, guy like, just well, like I, I disagree, but I respect you. Just walking wow, away just from a shift at Abu Ghraib, being like, just lecturing all of his compatriots, just being like, Obama's the hope and change that we need in this country. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't take the pledge either. It's giving me a four hundred four. It's giving me a four hundred four error when I try to take the pledge. Such an amazing tweet. I can't get over that. We never this, argued. Uh, we never argued about political or who we were voting for in the CIA. I know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm having a breakdown, guys. Uh, uh, Brian, what were you saying? Yeah, if only the rest of us can be like the CIA. So, so what this dignity pledge box shows, and, and I think it's very like dignity three of your browser not to let you see this, but creed. Uh, I can enter my email to stay informed on the dignity movement. I might do that with the worst of all possible worlds email. Um, Josh already, Josh sifts through that. So it's not my problem. Um, It says, take the dignity pledge and it's all in italics. So it's fancy. There is no America without democracy, no democracy without healthy debate and no healthy debate without dignity. Semicolon. Therefore, I pledge to do more to treat others with dignity and not with contempt. No fave. Yeah, that's the fucking prayer of Jabez there for <laughs> centrists. <laughs> I am putting in the worst of all possible worlds email. And, and that's go. why I just voted 
for the, the Homeless oh. Self-Immolation Act. That's right. <laughs> they want my zip code? Fuck off. No. <laughs> Suck my dick. No, I, oh, I was thinking I got the uh, dignity box. It actually, the pledge box popped up for me. Oh, hell yeah. How come every time I click on the dignity <clears throat> pledge box, it just brings up Jesse's mom from uh, Breaking Bad? <laughs> I had to open it in Safari, This, which is, again, uh, it wouldn't let me do it in Chrome. So I think that's a two or a three, maybe. Dignity box, box sounds like a terrible myself. euphemism for a vagina. <laughs> Bro. That's like absolutely that's how, world-class that's how Rod dignity box describes right a vagina. It's a dignity <laughs> box. Oh. The man, it's so funny because he's just like, he's so, he's so homosexual and he wants to be (laughs) heterosexual and he's so enraged that there are like people who are neither of those things because he's like, I've had to work so hard to fuck a vagina that I have been repulsed by for so many years of my life. And there's people who both like to suck dick and would happily plow my weird wife. He doesn't he doesn't live in the world that he wants to live in. He's the we got real the cheat code. We win. He's the real life version of William <laughs> Defoe in Boondock Saints. That rules. Oh man. man. Oh, they have a Twitter account. This is awesome. So yeah. Um follow the dignity index. Sign up, put your email in the dignity box. Great work, give them, Jordan. Give them your zip code. Yeah, give him your give him your social security number. It'll be fine. Um, nice guy Jordan might be out there giving people dignity scores for the next few weeks. Dude, I you so much. Dude, just reply. I, just okay. You're gonna save an image. Just save each one of the images, the numbers, and then just reply to people's tweets with a number. Can you please? Can you please make this a bit? I will. I give this. I will, yeah, give, I give this a dig too. <laughs> I give this just about- no context. There's just an image of like a little one in like a dialogue box, and people are like, "What it's, the it's fuck?" Just, it's just the shovel like emoji the and a number. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like a, I'm the soccer referee of Twitter. It'd be great. <laughs> Dude, we need a dignity penalty box, I or maybe you, you get so like, much. oh man. <laughs> Jordan's Jordan being the moderator of Twitter using these tools would just be they don't know how to solve Twitter and like what moderation is. And I think we just did. Elon Musk can hire Jordan to be the dignity monitor on Twitter and he's just going to be passing out numbers. It's so it's cool. The desk jobs have evolved into this. <sighs> this is the it, best. It, if that. Elon has any money left after buying Twitter, he can hire me and I will moderate Twitter. I will. I will be the sheriff of this town. We assemble a team of. Of deputies to just monitor Twitter with the dignity index on every tweet. He's just gonna have a uh, Ted Lasso picture with like the the Woody from Toy Story badge. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta give you a two on that one too. So if you get your collective score below uh, 3.4 for the rest of your posting month, I have to, I gotta suspend you. I'm sorry, that's just the rules. <laughs> you just turn into a senior sales bro, but for dignity. My God, oh, man, those are rookie oh. numbers, man. You got to bust, bump those numbers up. <laughs> you got to have dignity. <laughs> you really you do. can't have dignity for yourself unless you don't have dignity for others. So come on, <sighs> get with the program. Oh. Well, any, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, there's a lot of work to be done, obviously, but I think yeah. this is a good start yeah. for all of us. I feel like I've really, I've reached a new stage in my 
my own political understanding and how I'm going to view the world. Um, yeah, because I mean, say- it's designed the dig the dignity yeah. index. I don't know if we we made this clear, but it's designed to prevent violence, ease divisions, and solve problems. And I'm looking forward to pre- preventing a lot of violence using this index. Yeah. And I'm going to be solving a lot of problems. So. Yeah, you know. The only way I can think of like solving uh, political divisions and violence is um, uh, empty platitudes by the people who don't believe in anything as like economic conditions worsen. <laughs> yeah. That's a three. That's a three. It oh, really I'm sorry. Is. Yeah. Uh, as we work together. There we go. There we go. That's that's a seven. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, How about this, guys? I, I'll kick everyone's ass. Both sides. One. Both sides. One. <laughs> Violence one with love. Three. Right, I'll kick well, their ass friends, with love. Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for Jordan on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> best behavior. You'll be getting some numbers assigned. I, um, I go back to nice soon. guy after we record every single time. It's, I, I don't you know do. why you guys bring it out of me, but you do. <laughs> you do. You, and you I, need to I think purge yourself of the wickedness. Exactly. Yeah. That's like it's my form of like catharsis or yeah. Yeah, it's either this or I whip myself. So I might as well just do the Twitter part. That's valid too. I'm going full dignity eight right now. I'm at peace. (laughs) You became a flagellant. Yeah. Eight. All right. Well, (laughs) you pay for the sins of your own. (laughs) I don't think that we can beat this horse any more dead. So it's very dead. We got it. We got it. We got to. We got to go to sleep, boys. It's late. Brian, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. This Uh, is great pleasure. It's yeah. yeah thanks for Ryan, coming on plug? this lo-fi podcast and plug it all. Plug, yeah. Well, plug check out the worst of all possible worlds. Our podcast. We do an episode a week. Five. Uh, and we a have five. a Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash worst of all. Love it. And, and it's, it's a place where we join together and we have fun and we uh, specifically try to dig into the weird perversions of James Dobson, but also do some other stuff sometimes. We love so it. Three. You leave James Dobson out of this. <laughs> It's actually a two because he used the word worst. And also, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, if you want to yeah. if you want to get your title of your podcast into a five or six range, it should be the worst and best of all possible worlds. And then we can <laughs> yeah. figure out how to solve them I, together. I, I think that's the main complaint is people say there aren't enough words. In the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're at the acronym is like a 10 letter word. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brian, thanks for joining us. Uh, Jordan, Greg, any any parting words? I don't got anything else. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, get ready for season two. It's going to be. We got big things coming. I, we, I don't, we don't, we don't plan very much, but I assume a lot's going to happen this season. Someone will get divorced. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And Shambo. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure. Again, listen to that episode of Left Reckoning. It was really good. Um, thanks, for all everyone. I didn't. I can't remember if we mentioned it. Uh, episode one hundred. Everyone who. Uh, reached out very kindly for all of those messages thank you all that was a really good time and we really appreciated uh everyone being mean to us and to the people who say look like dawson from dawson's creek you can kiss my ass (laughs) also i will it's a one jordan looked at a twitch stream okay bye (laughs) (laughs) oh hey uh donate to patreon.com slash brigham young money we just barely started uh, a uh, discord of our own so you know you can oh yeah that's right we have a discord now and i yep do that okay thanks everyone bye
Octavian. You know, Augustus. Are you fucking with me? No. Octavian became Augustus. Forget about that. Bottom line, Augustus was a Caesar. And everybody loved him, right? You know why? I don't know that I give a fuck. Everybody loved him because he never ate alone. Gabish? It was the longest time of peace in Rome's history. He was a fair leader. And all his people loved him for that. Just the one that uh, they stabbed in the back? No, that was Julius. Talking about Augustus. He shared his wealth, and all his people loved him. He said that three fucking times. I heard it. His people loved him. What's your fucking point? Uh, you remember the story you told me about the father bull talking to the son? They're up on this hill. They're looking down at a bunch of cows. And the son goes to the father, Dad, why don't we run down there and fuck one of these cows? Now, you remember what the father said? The father says, son, why don't we walk down there and fuck them all? <laughs> I told you that. Yeah. Why don't we fuck them all? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> OK, I get your point. Why don't you just come out with it instead of all this fucking Augustus Octavian shit? I don't know. 